0: A Windows Access app for Mac and iPad? Really? This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices Live, our weekly live panel discussion of what is going on in the Apple space as well as the larger tech world and how it is impacting you. Join us live at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or whatever time that is wherever you are, at youtube.com/slash Mac TV and participate in the chat or catch the edited and segmented versions of the show on the regular Mac Voices channels and feeds. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, one more quick reminder that this Mac Voices Live session was recorded using some software we were testing out, and so the audio and video may look and sound just a little rough or a little different than it usually does. Sorry about that. This is what happens when you try a live fire exercise uh, and things don't work exactly as planned, but probably more user error than software error. Anyway, let's go back and let the panel start up a discussion about a Mac and iPad app that has something to do with Windows. All right, so I have two other things that I want to bring up that are that are potentially potentially similar, um, but I'm going to and and I and this is squarely on David Ginsburg's shoulders right here. Okay, so oh boy, Dave, you you deserve anything you get out of this um, because he posted he had the audacity to post this into our Slack. Actually I did that. Oh, did you Oh, Ben, I th- Okay, well then, okay, then Ben, blame Ben. Um so so Ben, you explain yourself. <laughs> uh,
1: so, uh some of us are familiar with a uh Microsoft Remote Desktop app. Um I tried to forget it because of the pain in my butt every workday, but it mm-hmm. was required to do business. Uh, essentially, this Windows app is an attempt to take that same concept and make it more user-friendly. Right now, it is in preview, alpha, beta, whatever, you, but... It looks interesting for those who have to work within a Windows environment, both on Mac and other platforms. Um, to explain it better, that would be Dave Ginsburg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, r- remote desktop is, is, is uh, in, in essence, been a pain. Uh, it's been a pain for a long time. And it's about time that Microsoft is, you know, coming up with some better ways of accessing it. Um, you're also dealing with um, uh, Azure Virtual Desktop in, 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 the ex, in the enterprise world, where you have to create the, those uh, virtual desktops to be able to do work, uh, and then when you don't want to have a dedicated machine uh, that's set up, so that's virtual. Well, this this is good, this is going to be another entrance to being able to get to that. Um, same thing if you want to be able to just remote desktop into uh, from a Mac into a Windows machine. You know I do that all the time, remoting into my 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 Windows machine from from my Mac, but I have to use remote desktop to do that. So uh, there are people who, who want like like me who want to live in the Mac world, and but unfortunately it'd have to be in Windows, which is you know that's the biggest pain point of it all. Uh, so. Uh, but it's good to see that Apple, I mean, Apple, Microsoft is doing a better job with, you know, coming up with better tools. They'll never be perfect, and and, and I know Chuck's feeling of that is, is 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 true of the fact that that they'll never be perfect. Nor <laughs> will they'll they be good. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, it's that, that's basically in essence what it is.
0: I'm, I'm so I'm curious. What's? I I don't want to be an Apple guy trying to read Apple into everything. But what's the what's the big uh, benefit? Okay. Well, what's but what's the big benefit of Microsoft making this making an, an a, a Mac or an Apple app for this called what you will, um, you know that that because if I'm understanding it right, you can take this and you'll be able to log into your Windows PC from your Mac. So I mean, right. mm-hmm. that's fine. I I'm not sure that there aren't utilities out there already that could do that effectively. I with all the things that they seem to ignore on the mac and all the feature sets i was surprised that they would take this and include the mac as as an option for use
2: well that's the thing they they're, they're not ignoring mac i mean as much as you think they are that they're there are i am seeing change i mean it, it, again i live, i work in the azure world too and we're trying to you're trying to get azure to work with macs more and more because there are more companies out there who are using Macs over Windows machines in and, and, and the case of a company like Cisco or, or um, Walmart and some of the many other big corporations are, are doing that. things they are offering uh, the use of Macs in the environment. but unfortunately, most of their systems are, are going to also be in the Windows world where it's a, when it's you know uh, virtual servers and then you know SharePoint and a lot of that stuff. but so I'm starting to see I'm seeing some traction. uh, With with Microsoft products and working with with Mac, it's a little bit of ways to go. This is a good start, and 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 the good thing is this 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 uh, Windows app platform uh, does go across all of the platforms I just mentioned, including uh, uh, including. They're calling it Windows 365 now, which is is a you know kind of a. I think their branding is like to 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 come up with that for cloud based Windows. Uh, and the Windows developer boxes, as well as the remote PC. So they really have packaged this over into uh, looks like five different uh, areas of being able to uh, uh, get access to these systems, including Mac. Including Mac. So.
1: Okay. I, I yeah. Plus, formal... we yeah. are... Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead, Ben. Plus, we are coming off of a pandemic where many people worked from home. Why... IT departments can largely determine what people use in an office. Uh, People aren't just going to go buy a brand new PC if they have to remote in from work. So quite frankly, me being on it. Oh, go ahead, Dave. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Within the company I worked for during that time, Working with my Mac was not quite as good of an experience as it was for the people on PCs. The people within the IT department were largely not Mac people. (laughs) So having a better experience benefits both the IT departments and Microsoft. Yep.
2: Again, I go back to the big corporations. IBM is another one. IBM has one hundred and fifty thousand um, Macs in their environment, and they have PCs too. So, they, this being able to manage the, the Windows environment and being able to get access to that, why would you you know why would you want to? You have that many Macs. Their return on investment on Macs is, is twofold. You know they're making they're 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 saving money in the long run because what less a lot less support issues and. Uh, and all that but when you want to be able to get access to a windows based uh, environment you know working in the in the world of azure and virtual desktops is the, is is the way to go these days now there was virtualization out there for many years was poor at best um when you virtualized it uh, beyond on a mac when you'd use something like you know uh, uh, fusion or if you use uh, parallels uh, but again you can't. A lot of times, that's tough to manage because you know, companies want to be able to be able to manage those uh, those virtual machines, and that's where Azure came into play. So now they they manage them. Developers can now go into those machines and not have to have maintain a particular machine that they're working on. Especially especially if they're using a uh, even though they're using a PC. There's times where people have PCs that, that they, they virtual they, they, they go into an Azure virtual their virtual desktop to, because of it's their it's their sandbox and not have to mess up their own machine.
0: Um, we're pretty much wrapping up. I did want to bring up one of the things, though, that happened to me. I shared this with Dave earlier. Um, and, Dave, I did a little extra research on it. So this afternoon... I did, too. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay, then maybe we'll have competing research. Um, but I, this afternoon, I decided to try out one of the... or the image generator with, that is accessed through Bing, which is Microsoft's search engine. So I went and I did it. Apparently, in order to access the image generator, you have to sign in with your Microsoft account. Okay, I have a Microsoft account. Um, I hate to admit that, but I do. And so I signed in, and it generated an image or two for me as a test. And yeah, okay, it was it was it was very very interesting. Um, and then a little while later, I got a a note from Microsoft, an email that said basically, "Welcome to Bing." Um, We have a new version of Bing out, and in order to access that, we need to have your birth date. So log in at this link and give us your birth date, and you'll get access to this new version of Bing. Why do they need my birth date? Now, I did check the link, and it did look like a legitimate Bing uh, Microsoft-oriented link. So Mm -hmm. I, I did not do it. But I, can, I I, and I will give Microsoft credit for this I can only think of two reasons one is that if if these image generators can generate adult content or if they can generate content that is something that you would not want underage users to have access to like um, having somebody smoking or having somebody drinking or using drugs or something like or you know An image of a drug user. So if that's the case, then I withdraw my objection. Um, If it's not the case, then uh, I don't know. I have a problem with it. Now, Dave, that's as far as my research. got. what did you find out?
2: yeah i i didn't see the birthday part i mean i i went in and actually you know they they have another another service here called the designer that you can go because you were looking for images i assume to to, to try that out um and it looks like that that's just that's in preview right now but it adds it into the sidebar and and, and into the edge browser um and we already knew that bing was already having the the power with the AI, ai search so i did not see the um the, the actual asking of the birth date so with the with the image generator um uh, so I, I have the feeling of like I think you hit the nail on the head there is the fact that I, there might be some inappropriate content and they want to make sure that you know you're within age that that you can uh, you, you you are able to to view that
0: in in, in their in their view so and and, and and I guess my my reaction back is that. I can go to a lot of other uh, sites that have adult-oriented content, and you can read that any way you want. And all I have to sure. do is click "I'm over 18" or "I'm not," and they—I'm not required to give them a specific birth date. Right. So, you know, if I, I guess this is this is one of those things where I'm feeling a little shaky about it, and I'm I'm going to go and do a little more research, but. If you decide to go this direction, just just be aware. First of all, if nothing else, check the link, make sure it's legit. And so, this does appear to be legit, um, but it just was a very weird thing, and it seemed way too coincidental to have happened right after I actually logged into Bing, because I really don't think if, if I've ever logged into Bing, it's been a long time.
2: And you went now. You went to the site, the the image creator, right?
0: I I went to Bing, and then and then went through to to get to image creator. Right. And because then, it's
2: bing.com slash create is, is the site. So uh, I didn't try this yet, but I, I'd like to see. But, but uh, even Eric, uh, Eric made a comment in our in our uh, private chat saying that uh, there is no age restriction to this. So I don't know where you saw that, um, um, Eric.
0: Yeah. Eric, where did you find that age restriction? Or not like a...
3: Oh, the comment I thought I was making was that there are restrictions on image generation, especially if you're trying to sell services to schools or art programs or whatever. And Microsoft's trying to push this out all over the place. So being able to do some sort of controls, you know, I guess I was just surprised if you have a Microsoft account, they don't already know how old you are and have your birthday. I, I consider that a feature. Congratulate yourself on being able to keep that information out of your profile.
0: Honestly, I, I signed up for that account so long ago, I don't even remember where or why. So I maybe they weren't collecting that information at the time. I don't know. Well, I but mean, even I have Apple an for- Uh Fair point. Fair point. Apple does ask for birth dates. It's just that it's Apple. and so I feel a little bit better with it guys thank you this has been sort of a first of all it's been a a very different kind of conversation but it's also been a bit of a test Um, I'll be anxious very anxious to see what the recording looks like Um, if you can't tell folks we've had some delays on our end back and forth so that's why we've been stepping on each other and having a few issues um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so this is how you test out. We may, we may go back to Zoom next week until I can work out some of the bugs. But So consider this a live fire test. But I want to thank everybody for being here um, and wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. It looks like we've lost Ben and Brittany. Um, I don't know if that was by choice or not, but um, so I wish them, if they don't make it back, a happy Thanksgiving. Um, so let's go. Oh, wait. There's there's Ben is back. Um, so let's go around the room, let folks know where they can find you all, and then we'll get out of here and head toward Turkey Day. Um, so just taking the same order I did before, um, Dave Ginsburg. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your your Microsoft knowledge. Um, I'm sorry, you have it. Uh, where where can uh, folks find you? Hey,
2: it pays the bills. Uh, uh, I, th- I I Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Um, you can find me at In Touch with iOS and InTouchWithiOS.com. Uh, this week, because of the holiday, we're going to be recording on af- uh, Friday afternoon. So uh, by the time you see this, you probably know that. So uh, just want to let you know that. My YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash uh, InTouchWithiOS. Uh, you can find me here on Tuesdays and, and also on the Mac show on the British Tech Network on Fridays, as well as I'm on
0: Mastodon at DaveG65 at Mastodon.com. Thanks again, Chuck. Okay, thank you, Dave. And Brittany put in our private chat that I didn't know it. She had to go. So Brittany, thank you for being here. Um, we will catch you next time. Eric Bolden, thank you for being here. Yeah, I've enjoyed playing
3: with Brave Browser and avoiding Chrome yet again. <laughs> it's worked out pretty well. <laughs> uh, I, for anyone trying to find me, I'm on uh, usually on Mastodon, EA Bolden at... Um,
0: techhub.social um, Jeff Gammon thank you so much for being here uh, appreciate it as always where can folks connect with you
4: um, well first Chuck you are such a trooper You you have taken a show that's been fraught with technical problems and have managed to get us all the way through to the end <laughs> well done sir before it blew yeah. up. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> Ben's browser crashed. My browser crashed, and uh, and other stuff is going on. And I'm sure someone somewhere will tell us Mercury is in retrograde. Anyhow, um, so uh, social media's um, Jay Gamut, pretty much everywhere. Masted on Instagram and now Threads. That's that's where I'm uh, I'm most active. Uh, And then shows, I'm here with you on Tuesday, so thank you for letting me join in. Then on Thursdays, Dave is gracious enough to let me join in on In Touch With iOS. Then for the British Tech Network, the big show on Thursdays, the Mac show on Fridays, and Brian Chaffin and I record the Context Machine as well.
0: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Jim Ray, thank you for being here. Uh, Where can folks connect with you?
5: Well, actually, I was just realizing this week there's sort of a new place where you can connect with me, um, which is app.indiappsales.com, which is a Black Friday thing. There's currently I'm saying there's over 300 uh, indie Mac, iOS, and iPad apps um, that are all on sale for the weekend and one of them is Panorama, which is my app. So nice. that's a good place. And then, of course, also on Mastodon. <laughs> so uh, ProViewGym at techhub.social, P-R-O-V-U-E, weird spelling, Jim at, at techhub.social.
0: Great, thank you, Jim. So, good to see
5: happy you. Thanksgiving, everybody
0: to you as well Brian Flanagan Arthurs uh, you may survive the night with the the Green Bay shirt on Um, where can folks find you Well, I hope that they survive the uh, matchup against the Lions on Thanksgiving as well but uh, people can find me uh, Mastodon uh, Brian8944 at mastodon.cloud and uh, in the spirit of things very thankful for being a part of tonight's show thank you for having me Thank you, as always, Brian. Appreciate it. Last but absolutely not least, Ben Rathig, what do you have against uh, Brian's shirt? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) We both do. Uh Uh-oh. They're ganging up on him. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Brian has left the building.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Brian, run like Urlacher's chasing you (laughs)
4: <laughs> you know brian's ready now to 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 become a brian sandwich
0: <laughs> uh, oh okay i'm um for those of you who are listening in audio only brian now has a slice of cheese on his head uh, oh my gosh am
4: I, am I, that's not a euphemism
0: no it <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's really lagged. I haven't. I didn't see it yet.
0: Do, <laughs> ben Rathig, where can folks connect with you when you're not picking on Brian?
1: Well, Chuck, you can find me at Ben Rithig on your social media of choice. Rathig.tech for my writings. On Thursdays, you can find me on In Touch with iOS with Mr. Dave Ginsburg. Thursday and Friday, I'm the British Tech Network with uh, that Jeff Gammon Fellow. And you can find me most Tuesdays here on Mac Voices with Chuck Joyner.
0: Thank you, Ben. Good to have you as always. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone on the panel. Um, Wherever you are, I hope you have a great holiday with you and yours. And for heaven's sake, safe travels. Because if you do watch any of the news shows, they tell you that it's going to be crazy out there. So please be safe. We want to see you back here next Tuesday. This is Mac Voices Live. Again, we do this Tuesdays. Uh, we just did it this Tuesday. We'll do it again next Tuesday. I definitely want to thank the folks in the chat room for providing some feedback on our little experiment. I want to thank everyone listening and watching for dealing with, uh, helping us deal with some of this stuff and for putting up with it. Um, we'll see what happens next week. Until then, and as always, thanks for watching.